is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, delighted to have you with us here this afternoon. Hope to hear from you as you express yourself on uh, whatever is on your mind. This is your... Uh, your venue to do it, KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464 is our phone number. The show really is all about your thoughts and ideas. Quick before we get going, though, I just had had this thought. I mean, I guess I understand people not trusting politicians to make decisions, the best decisions about spending their hard-earned tax dollars, um, other issues like that. But then they'll turn around and trust them to make decisions on, oh, whether a woman should have to take a, every pregnancy that may occur in her life to term or decide that um, what's best for an adolescent that uh, decides that they are not the sex that they've been assigned. Just a thought. Throwing that out there, uh, but we want to hear from you, whatever is on your mind and uh, whatever your take on it is. 360-676-5464. And Jim in Bellingham, uh, your name was brought up by some other callers yesterday, at least one other caller. Yes. And your thoughts on Noam Chomsky. Yeah, well, I've uh, read quite a bit of his stuff, and... uh, uh... I heard the one of the uh, men that were called yesterday said he was trying to starvation or tr- kill people people through starvation. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, so I uh, looked at there's, okay. a, there's an art, article in Public Affairs which prints a quote from him and it, it had nothing to nothing even remotely close to that. He did want to, to the best of my knowledge, you know, separate people so that they wouldn't be contagious. That's what I found but, was, yeah, he he wanted he he thought they should be separated, but he did not. What at least the 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 clip that I found was that he didn't say it should they should be coerced, but they should be encouraged to separate themselves. Yeah. But I, there was another website, and I didn't have a chance to listen to the whole. Because it was broken up, and they, you know, the the commentators would talk about. It. I forget what the what the YouTube video was, but then who presented it? But uh, where they claim that that's where he made the uh, the or they they claim that they had the starvation uh, comment. So I it seems a little yeah. far fetched for me, but I I don't know. I mean, people well, say have, all kinds uh, of things, and uh, so maybe I. He, he, uh, 93-year-old cat, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> All right, the little, there's a website I looked at, Little Green Footballs. Little Green uh, football. That was about 20 years ago. Huh. And they declared that he had four homes and two boats. So I don't think that's true either. There's a lot of calumny out there. And one other thing I wanted to mention was uh, Dr. Peter Hotez, the Texas epidemiologist. This is a quote from him. It says, but in the past, if you've been vaccinated with the original virus lineages, you also knew you weren't transmitting the virus to other people. Now that's less clear based on what we're seeing with Delta. So there is a big argument, and I believe the right wing likes to make it sound that you can transmit it anyway, so that way it doesn't seem to be doing much good. But uh, I think if you think about how – I'm not an expert on this, but if you just imagine how the uh, virus works, it it attaches itself to the virus, these whatever they call that spike protein or whatever. Or to the cell, so, yeah. Uh-huh. So it, it doesn't prevent you from not getting it, but it are, you know, it's not like it, it ruins the uh, efficacy of the virus to the point where you, you are significantly bet worse, I mean, significantly better chance of not uh, transmitting it. And so I thought I'd bring that up in, in uh, the conversation. Okay, yeah, all right. So, all right. Well, thanks for letting me on. Thanks, Jim. You bet. All Appreciate right. Have your a call. good day. You too. Let's go to uh, Daniel in Bellingham. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Joe. Can you hear me okay? You bet I can. Great. Um, how are you doing today? It's a beautiful day out there if you're a polar bear. <laughs> See, I walked the dog this morning. I thought my I was walking into the wind, and I thought my face was going to freeze <laughs> off as one of those. But, uh, yeah, it's getting a little chilly out there. 
Joe, I have a question about what I've been hearing on the radio for about the last year and a half, okay. uh, especially like around Christmas time, you know, when they play all the Christmas carols and the Christmas songs. And, uh-huh. you know, they, they, uh, they well, every now and then they have preachers on it. But they have a commercial, about a 10-second commercial, um, and it says, it doesn't matter what you've done, you're always welcome here. And I thought, well, that sounds like a scripture, but I, I can't find it anywhere, you know. It's it's not a scripture. It's a, <clears throat> it's taken out of Colossians chapter 3, verse 23, 24, and 25. And uh, the bottom part of that, uh, it explains why that's not absolutely correct, how they're using that. It's being taken out of context. Uh, simply, God is not a respecter of persons. You do something wrong, you get the reward for what you do wrong. That, you know, that's why we have laws, of course. Okay. And I just, I just want to kind of mention that because I don't understand what it means. But anyway, I just thought I'd put that out there. But I do have a, a, a nice question about the Bell's Fair Mall. Okay. It just got – it was sold and bought. And um, years ago, I used to always go up there to the movie theaters. I used to love going there and getting lunch and, you know, and uh, yeah. bringing my date and going to the movie and everything. And they kind of took it out of there, and they they built that other big place over there by uh, the Regency Regency place over there, the, re- the yeah. other movie theater. Regent, yeah, I don't yeah. really care. Uh-huh. I don't care for that neighborhood going over there. You know, it's just a lot of traffic and everything. But I was wondering, you know, with that space that used to be the movie theaters and the Bellis Fair Mall. Yeah. You know, all that empty space. I think they had like three movie theaters in there, and then they put the uh, the Mexican restaurant in there. And I just wondered, did they use that for anything, or is that being used for anything, or maybe like some kind of meetings, or? Well, uh, I don't know, because yeah, the, the yeah, right at the because it was right there by the food court, and I yeah. think yeah, the Chipotle is there. Yeah. I don't know where the you know. Then there's um, behind that is the Buffalo Wild Wings. Now I think that must take up a good chunk of it because it goes kind of deep in there, but. That's an interesting question. I I don't know that it that they use the whole. And then there was there used to be a shoe store right there, and I don't know if there if there's another store in there now. Maybe somebody else has has an answer to that. I I I I, I don't recall now if there's another. There used to be the I think DSW shoe store in there, but then they closed. So I don't know yeah, if there's something in in that space now either. I don't. But yeah, interesting to interesting question because. Yeah, you got to think because there were several theaters back in there, weren't there? Yeah, there was three of them. I yeah, three or four. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was three of them, and um, they were pretty huge. They were big, yeah. real nice chairs, real comfortable seats, and everything. And I just want what a waste of space, you know. That could be. I mean, if it's still there, you know, uh, maybe yeah. it could be used for something, you know. I mean, it was just the mall was just bought out and sold or something to that effect. I only caught a little bit of that. Yeah. And uh, so I got to thinking about that as well. Maybe there. They'll put another movie theater in there. I think that would be nice. Yeah, I don't know that they will, but uh, because you got to think, it's a pretty big operation there in Barclay. Uh, that maybe that has absorbed it all. But because the you know the theater down by um, you know down in Seaholm that closed up too. That at the same time, uh, remember just down south of uh, the shopping center where REI and Hagen and everything oh, are. Oh yeah. I- I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's still all fenced off. I was I drove by there just uh, last week. Took the dog down to the to the vet, and uh, yeah, it's still that's still all boarded up. So, well, uh, I was just wondering about that, Joe, and I appreciate right. your input. Thanks, Daniel. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. You too. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? Doing good. Doing good. Always tell myself I'm not going to call in, but then you're so good at opening the show and just saying exactly what I want to respond to. You're okay. just really, really good at it. I get under your skin, huh? Well, it's just it's the exact opposite, but it's similar too. You talk about things that don't make sense. You know, the left has always said my body, my choice, right to abortion, but most of those people that say that also say you should get vaccinated, and if you don't, you're killing your grandparents. And the state, of course, mandated it for employees. And then in response to Jim about the Republicans are saying the vaccines don't stop spread, the CDC website in early 2021 said that. And all the research I did right before the vaccines came out, government websites, they never said it would stop spread or transmission. That was only said by people in the news and government people on the news saying it, like Biden said it over and over and over. And it was a 
bald-faced lie. And the, the data that you can look up at the CDC website never backs up what they said. So it ain't Republicans saying it. It's the CDC saying well, it. Well, I mean, we know it now. But I mean, if, 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 but if it keeps people, for, even some people, from being infected, then it will help stop the spread it of the illness. It no, it doesn't, Joe. I mean, you've well, got to it do does, it. And everyone but... who's gotten the shots have got it. It doesn't do it. Right. It's, Joe, it's like saying a dollar is going to fix the national debt when we know a dollar will be useless. It's about as it's about as useful as one dollar is to paying down the national debt. That's what how, that's my view of the COVID shots. The so, downside is I guess lockdowns, then, economy, inflation, and now we're looking at a recession, construction turning, no, interest then, rates are high. I guess, Rich, though, I'd ask you, though, if none of this stuff sure. worked, you know, the shutdown, the masking, the the uh, the, the you know, getting the, the vaccination, if none of this worked, then why are we seeing a reduced why why aren't why isn't the 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 virus just going hog wild on us these days? It's, I mean, why are we seeing simple, a reduction Joe, in very, uh, in in cases? Very simple, very What's simple that? answer. We we have adapted to it the same as in 1918. Some die, most don't, and that's just that's just life. That's normal. The very vulnerable died early on, and this. This is what uh, respiratory viruses do when they're new, just like the flu. Very more deadly at first, and then less deadly, less deadly. As it mutates, it becomes more transmissible and less deadly. Ask a doctor. I've heard that from several doctors. But I, it, you know, I, it, the I, economic I guess, fallout wasn't worth it. I, I, I tend to disagree. I mean, I, oh, my, my, my mean, mother, my mother caught it when she was almost ninety, uh, and she had been fully vaccinated, and it was really she, she said it was barely a sniffle for her. If she had caught right. it two years ago, well, she probably wouldn't be around these days. Uh, not true. So, okay, I can tell no, you about I, my grandma, no. who's 88. My grandma's 88. She was not vaccinated. She survived it just fine. I know. There's no guarantee. But but I, I but so see, they. it's like Russian roulette. I wouldn't want to play that game, and I wouldn't play it with uh, with, uh, with a virus the like this. this. I mean, see, the over a million— I, I don't know, Rich. Don't, over what else? What else has killed over a million people over the last couple of I years? I can tell you. I can, Joe. I can tell you two things: heart attacks and cancer. Okay. And you and the left always forget that. No, it is still those are, only but, number three. But what do we do with those? Look at the look at the steps we take to to deal with. Look at the expense we we as a society invest in fighting those illnesses and those those the scourges of cancer and heart disease. And it, Yes, and, and it what, hasn't hurt us either. What, that hasn't hurt us. We haven't done lockdowns. We haven't ruined the economy. We haven't caused inflation over it. Well, we've lost a lot of productivity right? because of those two things. Certainly, certainly Not that we you have. Can tell. And we've and, and heart attacks kill more, if, and it doesn't hurt us. If we didn't have to spend all this money on cancer, what could you know? Just think of what we could spend it on, or Apple's we or we could more, we could put yes. it in our pocket. We wouldn't have to. We wouldn't have to spend it. We no, have we to, won't put it in our pocket because the government will take it from us. Okay, the left now just we, wants to tax us we, into oblivion. All right, we've got to gone off the a, rails. You go, hey, you're good at getting me to call. So all right, Rich. I, well, I appreciate that. I'm glad. Have a good day, <laughs> you Joe. You too, man. All right, we'll take a quick break and be back with more. And uh, we do want to hear from you, 360-676-5464, whatever we want to talk about. So we're here with Eric from Ferndale. Eric, why do you own a gun? I believe in safety first and self-defense. Here with Liz from Bellingham. Liz, why do you own a gun? I own a gun for the same reason I own a fire extinguisher, in case of emergency. Wayne from Linden. Where did you buy your firearm? The Linden Gun Sale. I got mine there. Sent my parents there, friends and neighbors too. Hands down the best anywhere. Well, there you have it, folks. Come to the Linden Gun Sale at the Northwest Fairgrounds this weekend. Saturday 9 to 6 and Sunday 9 to 4. For details, go to BigTopPromos.com. This is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group, with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call the upside. The Cascade Radio Group's very own KISM hosted the Chili and Chowder Charity Cook-Off at Gruff's Brewing on February 5th. Twelve area restaurants cooked up 20 chili and chowder recipes to raise $4,600 to support domestic violence and sexual assault services of Whatcom County. More than 300 people attended the charity cook-off, which proceeds will help provide almost 200 hours of supportive advocacy to local domestic violence survivors. The mission of DVSAS is to support individuals affected by domestic violence, sexual assault, and exploitation and lead the community toward ending these abuses of power. For more information, go to dvsass.org. The Upside is brought to you from a grant provided by Bayside Coin and Jewelry. They are the largest buyer and seller of gold and silver in the Northwest. Bayside Coin and Jewelry in the Iowa Business Park. If you have good news to report, email it to us at theupside at Cascade Radio Group 
Are you thinking about retirement and wondering if you can even afford to retire? Are you concerned with layoffs at your company and wondering how you would afford individual or COBRA insurance for your family if you should lose your group coverage? Do you know if you or your dependents qualify for tax credits through the Washington Health Plan Finder? Tune in this Saturday at noon to hear Marsha Neal, Senior Agent at Vibrant USA, explain how working with an independent broker can help put your mind at ease and give you the answers you need as you prepare for your future. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us today, and we hope you'll give us a call, 360-676-5464, as John in Ferndale has done. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Doing good. How about you? Um, pretty good. Uh, I'm getting kind of dropouts on the phone, so I uh, maybe it's just your phone system, but... Um, let me know if you can't hear me. Okay. Um, I checked up on the fentanyl-laced uh, marijuana that the caller called yesterday about. And, yeah, that is street drugs. Now, it's never been, uh, uh, like, from a licensed uh, um, you know, distributor in Washington State where someone has ever gotten fentanyl-laced stuff because it's inspected for purety and the fertilizers that are used and it like is, what yeah, kind it of is weed, very you know, strictly regulated it, yeah yeah okay yeah and i think your point yesterday was well just because weed was legalized didn't mean that everybody went out and tried it right mm-hmm. when we were talking about you know uh, well oh, yeah. um it, it it did actually go up a little bit but weed sales are down because you know uh, it's it's just another thing, right? That's <laughs> bad for you that you shouldn't do, like alcohol or whatever. Right. And uh, if you do, you do it, and and uh, hopefully keep it in in moderation. But yeah, don't do any street drugs. No, 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 no. And you know, but you, you got to talk to people that that do meth and stuff. And I mean, who like who knows what they're into? But uh, there's a series of movies called The Purge. I think they're up to like number four, and and that is basically a fictional adaptation of the concept that Rich brought up. Where what if it was legal to murder? Would more people murder? Well, yeah, they they actually did a whole series of movies, and basically every society, no matter what, has the the you know prohibition against murder. You have to take it to a, to a judge, mm-hmm. you know, uh, even if it's of of a tribe, because society would quickly dissolve, right? It, it would be, it, if you, you know, said hey, murder is, is legal, the society would fall apart. Uh-huh. Like, there'd be people that right. would never murder, but would do it from reprisal because a loved one. Anyway, uh, past stuff, but the train disaster thing and Trump's deregulation, you know, it wasn't only the tr- the train companies lobbying the Republicans and getting the deregulation that they wanted. I saw a video where Trump had a big photo op, a big, huge pile of deregulation, like uh, paperwork he was going to cut, right? A lot of that was about who's going to be responsible for cleaning up the groundwater if it's contaminated, who's going to be responsible for cleaning up the spills. And, you know, when, when these... Um, Electronic brakes first came out. The railroad industry raved about it. They thought it was great. And then they said, well, good, let's put them on the cars. And then they did the math, and they're like, well, you know, the math doesn't work out. But what's that math based off of? Cost-benefit analysis. Mm -hmm. It costs them, and the benefit goes to someone else. And literally it goes back to the Bible. We've been talking about the commandments, right? But the love of money is the root of all evil. They would rather pay their shareholders and their their stockholders and, you know, save a buck here or there. And the, the costs of a disaster are externalized right. by yeah. the community, by, by uh, uh, you know, FEMA comes in and the EPA and everyone else. 
You know, and this whole thing happening in the Republican state of Ohio with a Republican governor and a Republican mayor, it's like they, you know, Trump was out on, on, on his uh, speech last, last night just lying about Biden. Biden said, oh, it's not worthy of EPA response. No, he says, like Biden is busy being a real president, protecting the, the nation and the globe All from right. dictators and evil forces like Russia and China. And, you know, I'm just so proud. Go, Joe, go. All right, John. Um, and I, I, I guess that, you know, that's, that is a thing. I mean, a cost-benefit analysis, you look at the, okay, the, these, uh, this updated technology on trains, it's going to cast X number of dollars. So then, uh, you know, oftentimes these companies make the decision or the heads of these companies say, no, we'll take a chance. And most trains roll just fine without that. Uh, and they don't destroy communities didn't work out so well in this particular instance. But thanks for your call, John. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. Um, I've been thinking often I hear people say that the rich pay most of the taxes. And I would guess that could be true for federal income tax, for the basic income tax, not counting Social Security or local taxes. But at the same time, the rich have most of the money. And the gap in income continues to get wider in spite of that. But I think uh, there's hardly, I think the upper middle class is probably going to have to pay more too, because a lot of the super rich have their money invested in business, mm-hmm. and the businesses need the money um, for running a, for having a building or something like that. So I think uh, if the businesses get taxed, then they pass the tax they tax, pass along to the consumer, and sometimes that means lower wages or or less products or more expensive products. So I think it's the upper middle class and the middle class are going to have to be affected too. But personally, I. Like other people often say, I think we we pay too much attention to money, and quality of life is more important than money, as far as I'm concerned. And there's one person, Doug, who calls up who says that money is almost evil or an addiction, and I don't go that far. I think it's a good tool for accounting and stuff, but it's almost like we're in love with money, and the true bottom line really should be that what quality of life we have with our neighbors and the technologies that we have now are actually, a lot of them are cheaper than they were in the 60s, like computers and things like that. So we can still make progress without having to have a lot of money. It's just certain things like housing get real expensive, but we have to figure that out and realize that money is just a tool, basically. Yeah, it is a tool. And um, we see it as uh, something that can bring freedom, but then we often hear that people who suddenly find themselves wealthy through the lottery or other means that uh, all of a sudden they feel that their, their lives change and it, it becomes sort of a prison. And um, I, had, I had a close friend who worked uh, as a, like a personal assistant for a wealthy family, mem- a me- member of a wealthy family in Colorado. And I remember she said that one time he told her that, all he really did every day was write checks, and uh, he had plenty of money to back up those checks. But uh, that's what—that's basically what he did. <laughs> he said, "That's that's my that's my life," and I, I think I could find more more um, uh, fulfilling things to do than uh, write checks. But thanks for your call, Robert. Uh, let's go uh, real quick before we take a break. Go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Yeah. Hi, Joe. I wanted to say a couple things. Uh, uh, one, I would clarify, and and I had the same problem as John. You're dropping in and out, and I don't know what the deal is. You're crystal clear, but then you drop out. But anyway, I don't know. You guys have been you guys have been really clear for me. But go ahead. Are you there? I just lost you. Yeah, I'm right here. Okay. Uh, so I I wanted to clarify that the Noam Noam Chomsky thing mm-hmm. that was specifically a tweet. And I'm the okay. one who emailed you the snapshot of of that screen. Oh, I didn't and, see that. And I also wanted to say that, you know, we're not over COVID because I know three people that in the last week got COVID. And two, the funny thing is, 
two of them are really old. Well, they're old. And one of them is young, and the younger guy's taking it harder than the rest of them. So you figure that one out. And the last thing I wanted to say was, are you there? I'm here, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, w- I just want to pay tribute to uh, Lost a Dog here today. Uh, golden Retriever, 100 pounds. He made it to 14 and a half. No. Oh, and I'm if sorry. we could all be that blessed. And I had to go to the vet and, and do all of that. Mm-hmm. And of course, every time these things happen to me, I, I mean, I'll get the tractor out and I don't know how deep I can get, but it always happens to me when, the when ground's we frozen. have these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Golly. Like, yeah. Well, that's, I'm sorry to hear that. We had a hundred pound uh, golden, uh, golden retriever and he passed away few years ago uh but he he made it to 11 and uh which 14 is pretty good for a golden yeah 11's pretty good i yeah. I, I consider that blessed and right. I, so i consider 14 and a half very blessed yeah. it was hard yeah well, i'm sorry uh, to hear that tim yeah yeah okay well i hope it thaws out pretty darn quick yeah, yeah. I don't want to leave, you know, I don't get them. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. And take care. And we'll take a quick break and be back with more. We got Rod, Michelle, Greg, and hopefully we'll hear from you here on KGMI Connects. Back in just a moment. Fires are deadly and can wipe out your business or home in a matter of minutes. If you need fire sprinkler installation, testing, repair, or service, nobody protects the Northwest like Columbia Fire. Marty Boonster here with Columbia Fire. You name it, we protect it. Schools, office buildings, high-rises, even residential, too. For the last 35 years, Columbia Fire has been your one-stop shop for all things fire sprinklers. Get on our schedule today at ColumbiaFire.net. ColumbiaFire.net. Why West Edge Credit Union? Because they're all about the community. Of course I like that West Edge has low interest rates and loan specials. But what I really love is that West Edge partners with local nonprofit and City of Bellingham organizations. Plus they put on events like Community Shred. And they talk to me like I'm a real person, not an account number. West Edge really cares. Join West Edge Credit Union today. West Edge is federally insured by NCUA. West Edge Credit Union, on the corner of James and Alabama in Bellingham. Attention business owners and managers. Looking to hire? Having trouble reaching the right candidates? Do you have more job openings than applications? Secure your table now for Cascade Radio Group's Job Fair, Thursday, March 16th in Bellingham at Four Points by Sheraton from 2 until 6 p.m. The March 16th Job Fair is a production of Cascade Radio Group and HireMeWa.com. For details and to register, talk to your CRG radio rep or send an email to jobfair at cascaderadiogroup.com. That's jobfair at cascaderadiogroup.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We're glad you joined us today, and let's go right back to phones. Rod in Bellingham's been holding on. Hi, Rod. Hey, hey, how's it going there? Doing uh, well. It, it, yeah. uh, your phone is kind of going in and out. It's almost like uh, call waiting is kind of bleeding through or something there. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if um, other callers are trying to call in and that and that dead down for a moment is... You know, people Maybe. calling in, and hmm. and uh, it, 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 it kind of reminds me of that is, is what it sounds like. Um, so I don't know, but might want to get it looked into. But okay. that's not the reason why I called. Um, I called it was just because, you know, I was thinking again here. And, you know, the Republicans, it's mainly the Republicans that bring this up, that Joe Biden's foreign policy record is pretty abysmal. They, they say that he's often um, on the wrong side and I've even heard 100%. Now, that's statistically, that's pretty fantastic if you are wrong 100% on foreign policy. He might be. I, didn't, I haven't looked it up. But 
I'm sure you've heard of it. I've heard other people bring it up, you know, on the show, and, and, I've, and I've heard it, you know, all over the place. Okay. So I was thinking, if he is 100% or pretty darn close to that in getting foreign policy wrong, uh, him standing up and saying that we're going to stand by the Ukraine from, from now until infinitum, um, you know, basically we're right there with him. What if he's wrong again with his foreign policy? Well, as anything, um, it, you can't stand today and say, I mean, history will be the judge ultimately. Um, uh, you know, I mean, there was that, I, I suppose there was that, there was debate over when Neville Chamberlain made his uh, deal with Hitler. You know, as, yeah. is he yeah. is he doing the right thing? Should we be doing this? Should we avoid war? Should we... Go to war, you know, you know, and but then it's, of course sort of like uh, a road his, sign history has history like, has man, judged him poorly. Talking about Chamberlain, yeah. Uh, yeah. but as far as uh, what's happening in Ukraine, I mean, it's that's the thing. You make a decision, you go with it, and uh, this is the one. And I I think most Americans seem to be in support of uh, Ukraine and uh, and and I agree uh, support. Us standing by and helping them uh, ward off this uh, completely nutty invasion. It seems uh, I, it, I I don't know that you can really come up with a reason why this should have happened. Uh, you know, from Russia's perspective. But um, well, when you're you're killing innocent people, I mean, and, and they what? are the I women, mean, the children, and you're blowing them literally out of their apartments. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have I mean, we not evolved yet? The yeah. answer is no. Uh, um, yeah. That's why we, well. we continue on. A friend of mine once told me that a good friend of hers uh, mentioned that until we, until our leaders, uh, well, there will always be a need for military as long as we are led by spiritual infants. And mm-hmm. that was one of her sayings. And, you know, th- 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 when I see this stuff in the news and, and it's I'm just reminded about that, and yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm going wow. You know, I've also heard a saying of you know if politicians were the first ones to go on the front line, we'd never have a war. Yeah. Um, you know, so and then you know yeah. we talk about you know murder and, and and whatnot. So now you know we have politicians get us into wars, and then when the the military uh, personnel come back, they get spat on as you know, baby killers and whatnot. I'm speaking about Vietnam in particular in this case, but you know, it's just, it's it, all of this is just so twisted mm-hmm. and how, how society just gets pulled apart. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like thinking, you know, what if the road signs say, okay, this guy has always been wrong. And he's standing by something that uh, it sounds right. You know, um, sticking up for these uh, for the Ukraine, well, I guess and then all it, of a sudden, is he wrong? Well, I guess it <laughs> is depends it on get the world into some mess. I guess it depends on what your how much faith you put into those who are saying that he's wrong one hundred percent of the time. And if you look at the for for what perspective are they coming from, and um, and make your make your judgment call there. I mean, we haven't gotten into a major conflict since uh, Biden's been in office. I mean. I I, I don't know that that well, is, I I don't know that I'd say he's been a hundred percent wrong on everything. Got, didn't, didn't, he didn't get us into any real mess militarily speaking. I mean, um, some people might blame some of the Afghanistan exit or whatever for that, but then really, you know, that's that's really kind of stretching it. And in fact, it's really kind of um, I was going to say this for another show, but um, you know. It was good to have Donald Trump in there because he mixed it up. And so now, you know, we have choices. Do you close the border? Do you not close the border? Do you, uh, you know, did he, was he responsible for bringing up the economy a little bit or was he not? And we, we can kind of compare that to what Joe Biden has done and we can go back and forth. And it's amazing how different. Um, some of the um, things that have happened, um, how juxtaposed they are from one another. And yet it's sort of like our, our society as well. Right. You know, we're, okay. we're, 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 we're split 50, 50 as well. But I think 
having a non-politician who was voted in because he was a non-politician for, for, you know, as a point, and then society turning around and voting in a career politician, we really have a comparison to look at down the road when we have the next election. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. So right, anyways, right. I'll let it go. Thanks, man. Good to hear from you. And uh, let's go to uh, Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, I uh, have been hearing recently, uh, just knowing when we read about it in the last few days, about the bill in the state House of Representatives that they're trying to push through to make it um, much harder or make virtually impossible for police to pull over people who have a broken taillight or expired tabs and these kind of things. And, you know, I, I don't approve of that, but that's not exactly why I called. I just thought it was ironic because I picked up today, I opened my mail, and here comes the Department of Licensing uh, tab fee, which mine expires, you know, in March. And um, I had to, you know, send the payment in or take it down to the county auditor. And check this out. I have a hybrid vehicle, and um, I don't know if this is whether this is new this year. Uh, I've just had the vehicle for about a year, so I'm not quite sure. But anyway, um, guess what? They instead of charging me um, uh, $63 or thereabouts, 68, whatever it was, 68, I think it was last year. They charged me 153 in round numbers. And they said here, and they had this long eight-point explanation of the fees, and it says that there's $75 fee. I know this is new for me anyway. $75 fee for, it says, hybrid vehicle transportation fee supports green transportation programs. Well, I don't necessarily agree with all of those transportation programs, and I wouldn't voluntarily support them with $75. And um, it seems to me I'm already – and then I also have, believe it or not, for a Prius, an additional vehicle weight fee of $10 in addition to the um, the other weight fee. Um, you know, I have a $25 weight fee, which was, I think, normal. And then so I've got $85 in extra fees. And um, I don't know if you heard about this or not. But um, now I, I'm far yeah, I'm for just, me to advocate. Because I don't drive a hybrid, so I, yeah, I wasn't aware of this. Uh, well, but yeah, I, I call back in 2019, sure I see. I'm not aware of this. In 2019, people, well, in 2019, yeah. I'm seeing that an article was in the Seattle Times that uh, that started, this was September of 2019, that a $75 okay. car tab fee to finance uh, electric car charging stations. Uh, was uh, tacked you mean on electric cars the hybrid hybrid vehicle fee? transportation electrification uh, is uh, yeah it was uh, established in 2019. Mm. Okay, well, the, thank you. The wording is a little different here, but um, okay, so maybe this is not new, and maybe I just wasn't made aware of it. I still would have got the car, but it's um you know I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I never thought I'd say I like Tim Iman, but. <laughs> I do for a few minutes today anyway. All right. And, um, okay. you know, but what I'm trying to get at is that uh, why should I pay for another tab if the police are not going to be allowed to pull over cars with expired tabs? What, what is the point? Well, they can send you a, uh, a citation. I mean, they could still send it to you in the mail. I think the idea is to, uh, it, as I understand it, the idea behind this bill, and I don't know where it is as far your, as your, I don't the, know if it's my phone or your phone, but it's, it's coming in and out. Uh, That's what I'm hearing anyway. from others today. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, you're yeah. having terrible problems with your. I guess it's your. There's nothing wrong with my phone, to the best of my knowledge. I think you're having uh, serious problems with your system today. I don't know what I the heck to that alert is. You to that. Yeah. All right. I wanted to alert you to that also. But anyway, okay, so here's the deal. Okay, so thank you for the information. Um, I disagree with it, but and I understand what you're Real telling quick. me about. If, okay. I, I get what you're telling me, and I'm not disagreeing, okay? All right, so, Michelle. Um, well, I'm gonna... Thank you very much. You bet. Uh, uh, let's go to uh, – uh, sorry about if uh, you're having trouble hearing me on the phone, but uh, let's go to Greg and Deming. Hi, Greg. How you doing, Joe? Doing good. 
Good. So I just wanted to touch bases a little bit on the vaccine. So okay, um, I'm one of those guys, and so is my immediate family, that did not, would not get the vaccine. Okay, None of us got sick. My brother-in-law and his wife were vaccinated, and they get boosted all the time, and they both had COVID multiple times. My parents, who are older, as is my in-laws, all got the shots, and they got sick. And it's kind of like, to me, you know, and I realize I'm not saying that it doesn't happen and it's not real, but the whole shot to me doesn't seem like it worked real well. Um, I'm one, I guess, that would just rely on the immunity that we get from life. So, um, and one more, the last time my brother-in-law got COVID, um, he went to the doctor and what kind of got me a little bit riled up because, you know, they were saying before that, you know, doctors were getting in trouble for doing this, but guess what they gave him for COVID to, um, to fight it off? The doctor gave him ivermectin. Where? Which doctor? In Bellingham. Really? I don't know the name of the doctor, but the doctor in Bellingham, his prescription to get rid of COVID was ivermectin. I, okay. All right. Um, so I, I just thought that kind of, you know, um, you know, after they said no, 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 and it, and it works. So um, I just wanted to throw that out there and um, let people stew on it for a while. All right, Greg. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Let's, and I'm glad you didn't get sick. Um, just leave it at that. Take a quick break. Be back with more. We got Bruce, Lou, Bruce, two Bruces, two Bruces and a Lou. And we'll be back in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. Chick Days are happening now at your local CHS Northwest store. Through March 5th, enjoy special pricing on chick supplies and feed and get a free chick care kit with purchase of any chicken coop. CHSNW.com has all the details. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Talking to your kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's some drama you could share with your kid. Dude. Did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? <gasps> Nuh-uh. You don't need to gossip if you want to have an open conversation about vaping. So if you want to get tips on when and how to talk to your kids, visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. Wilson's Furniture President's Day Sale is on now. Save up to $900 on Beautyrest adjustable foundation mattresses and enjoy store-wide savings on furniture and accessories for every room of your home. Wilson's President's Day Sale is happening now on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Are you thinking about retirement and wondering if you can even afford to retire? Are you concerned with layoffs at your company and wondering how you would afford individual or COBRA insurance for your family if you should lose your group coverage? Do you know if you or your dependents qualify for tax credits through the Washington Health Plan Finder? Tune in this Saturday at noon to hear Marsha Neal, Senior Agent at Vibrant USA, explain how working with an independent broker can help put your mind at ease and give you the answers you need as you prepare for your future. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. I was just going to say something about uh, our personal experiences, and I understand that uh, that how how we experience things carries a lot of weight, and, and should, to a certain degree. But, I mean, I guess... There are obviously there are people who never got vaccinated and maybe didn't even take precautions and didn't get sick from COVID. And many who have gotten vaccinated, myself, I I got vaccinated, I got boosted, I did get uh, I I was infected finally, I guess, in December uh, this past December. So it took a while, but it caught up to me. But I didn't get sick. I just 
really just sat at home for five days and then went about my business. But I mean, if you talk about personal, your personal experience, it's anecdotal. It's not, um, it doesn't give the big picture. I mean, I've got a great aunt or I had a great aunt. She's since passed away, but she lived into her nineties and smoked like a chimney her whole life. And, you know, died of old age. I didn't die from a, a smoking-related illness. I could draw from that, can make conclude from that that smoking doesn't kill you. You can smoke until you're ninety and doesn't happen, doesn't do anything to you. I just throwing that out there. But uh, let's see, we got Bruce in Bellingham. On, uh, oh, we lost Bruce. Oh heck, uh, let's go to Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou. Hi, uh, Joe. What's on yeah, your? Yeah, just so I call. Go ahead. I'm calling it. Yeah, I'm calling in about the uh, voter integrity okay. and um, voter ID. As you know, um, conservatives want to have ensure the integrity of our elections by having voter ID. Uh, leftists who run Seattle and San Francisco, Los Angeles, they don't want voter ID. And uh, the reason they say is it's unfair to poor people. Will you ask any black person, any Mexican-American, if he has an ID or knows how to get ID? He'll say, of course, we think I'm stupid. I buy cigarettes. I buy beer and wine. Of course I have to have an ID. But there's this big scam going on that, oh, these poor minorities, they can't possibly get an ID. That's the reason they have that scam going is because the leftists who run Seattle, San Francisco, Austin, if it's a close election, they want to be able to cheat and use vote fraud, as happened in Washington State in the year 2004. Some of your listeners will know that Dino Rossi beat Christine Gregoire in the election, but it was so close that by law they had to do a recount. And the first recount, Dino Rossi still won. But instead of winning by 1,100 votes, he only won by about 500 votes on the second recount. So they had a third recount, and guess what? Christine Gregoire somehow won by 130 votes. And Stephen Sharkansky, who's a great American, sued King County to find out where they were finding all these ballots. And sure enough, it took him two years of lawsuits. And the King County had to pay Stephen Sharkansky a quarter of a million dollars in penalties because they wouldn't give him their voting records for King County, which is Seattle. And finally, when two years later, when he too late by that time, but when he finally got the voting records, guess what he found out? There were hundreds of ballots cast at one location, a homeless shelter in downtown Seattle, at an office building, a Seattle government office building at hundreds of other ballots that listed that as their address. And the people on the ballots were people like Babe Ruth, now, Michael Jordan. Absurd. And these all these ballots were counted. I don't so, recall Babe Ruth and Michael Jordan voting in that election, but... You know, know there there it's, are it's, there, but there I'm there are. Skeptical. It, I'm skeptical. Okay, but I mean, if ba- if 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 ballots were received and the name, I mean, Babe Ruth would have to be registered as a voter for a ballot no, to be, to be sent to Babe joke. Ruth and to, and for Babe Ruth to have a vote a ballot that's counted. I mean, someone no, would have they, to show up and say, "Yeah, I'm Babe Ruth. Yeah, I'm Mickey not Mouse." Not in King County. Uh, not in King County. Well, Lou. You just, I, I, well, I, I guess you can believe all kinds of crazy stuff, but and I don't know who who this guy was that King County had to pay all this money to. I don't recall that either. But what was his name? What was the Stephen guy? Stephen Sharkansky. Stephen Sharkansky. Stephen Sharkansky. Okay. I'll look, yeah, look, look. If you look it up, you can find him online. The documents are there. I'm not making this up. But, you know, the bottom line is, too, um, I mean, you can ta- say what you want, but uh, the Secretary of State, who was a Republican, certified that election and certified we that call recount. Them rhinos. We call them rhinos. Well, why would he have an interest in seating uh, Christine Gregoire if she did not legitimately win the election? I mean, what was what was his interest? If, 
he's because he's a, a Republican in name only. I mean, is he a exactly. traitor? Or are, I mean, if he does his job, they're, pro- they're professional bureaucrats, and they're worried about their job and okay. their status well, in the was, community. He was an elected official, though. He was uh, the only Republican, I think, elected to statewide uh, office. I. Why would he roll over for Democrats? I, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. But if you don't play, if you don't play ball with the the establishment, the swamp, the bureaucrats, if you don't play ball with the government employee unions, you're out. But how can they? They can't kick out a, an elected official. They, an elected official can't be fired. They they have to be impeached. They can't be just sent packing. They, you know, the governor can't fire the secretary of state or, uh, or a lawmaker for that matter. Um, well, you explain to John Kennedy and Richard Nixon how John Kennedy was able to get elected in 1960 when everyone knew and has they've proven beyond any shadow of a doubt that Richard Daley, the Democrat machine in Chicago. Use the dead people on the vote rolls and fake ballots to get Illinois' 20 electoral votes to John Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson somehow, who's notorious for vote fraud. I'm sure you know heard of Lyndon Johnson's vote fraud and ballot stuffing. Lyndon Johnson got Texas to vote for John Kennedy when. Everyone knows that Texas really wanted Nixon and voted for Nixon. Hmm. But Lyndon Johnson, he was pretty clever, and he was probably the most corrupt president we've had up to this point. Okay. All right, Lou. Well, uh, yeah, there's, there, I think it's pretty infamous, the, uh, the Daily Machine that we've, we've all heard about. Um, but then they did, you know, the Chicago voters did elect his son as the mayor for many, many years as well. So... Uh, I guess they weren't turned off by the the daily machine, or maybe they felt it was defunct at that point. But thanks for your call, Lou. And uh, I just, I don't know. I think we can have faith in our our election system, and there are going to be close contests. There are always going to be close contests. I mean, look at Florida in 2000. We got over it. We moved moved on, but uh, hope we, hopefully we can move on today and have a great evening and a great Friday and uh, join us back here tomorrow, 4 o'clock, for more scintillating discussion on KGMI Connects.